Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And my, 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 there are a few things that I want to talk about. I was just relaxing this morning and I was scrolling through Twitter. And the first thing I noticed was a, a series of tweets from Big Crit. Now, I've talked about Big Crit a lot and I've expressed that I feel like he is an underrated artist. And I kind of still feel that way. That really hasn't changed. But the sequence of tweets really did make me smile because Big Crit... I'm happy to see him get his, uh, you know, I'm happy to see how he paid his dues and I'm happy to see how successful he is. And uh, I'm going to read the tweet for you real quick and then I want to talk about the significance behind it. What a difference a day makes. Today marks the 10 year anniversary of Crit was here. So much has changed and so much has remained the same over the years. I've evolved as an artist and businessman while keeping the same soul and integrity that I came in the door with. I recorded this album in my grandmama's kitchen and to know that it's a fan favorite to, to this day hits different. I play I put everything I had to I had into making this album. I used was WZ because this could have been the last project I put out if things didn't take off. But here and but here we are, ten years later and ten albums in, I guess you could say a day makes all the difference. I want to thank everybody that was a part of this project, all the people that supported this project, all the DJs that kept these records spinning, and all the bloggers that helped me helped make me a household name. Thank you for taking a chance on this country shit. And then he wrote, Oh yeah, almost forgot. Hashtag crit was here. We'll be on all streaming platforms May 29th, 2020. So I just wanted to take that time to say congratulations to Big Crit. I think that's wildly impressive and good for him. You know, Big Crit has been one of those guys who has been paying paying dues constantly and always working. And to see how successful he is now is definitely, uh, you know, it's a nice change of pace because Big Crit, you know, I've talked about this a lot, about him being underrated, sure, all this and that. But, um... Big Crit is definitely one of the best artists out. So for him to be acknowledged for that project, and I remember when I first heard Crit was here, listening to that album, you know, it was a more raw Big Crit, but I, that track Country Shit was on there, and that would eventually uh, get assisted with Ludacris and Bun B. So that album or mixtape, whatever the fuck you want to call it, was the the opening, the entry. Uh, for Big Crit, and he's capitalized, and he's able to have such a sustainable career, and I think him being independent is a really good move, and I think it's the best move for him right now, because when he was under Def, Def Jam, you know, people could debate that he was, I mean, not debate, he was under strict rules, he was under strict rules by Def Jam, and they were definitely trying to control him to a degree in the field of, I, I think, uh, his earlier works while he was signed there, I think Live from the Underground, I think they might have influenced the album, but I don't think that... I, th I Here's what I mean when I say influence. I think they put unnecessary pressure on Big Crit to succeed when he was already having a successful formula. And Big Crit even mentioned how he was judged for having his southern roots and how it wasn't always popularized. And now, take a look 10 years later. Crit was here to now. The, the South has taken over. They have taken over hip hop essentially with eclectic sounds. I mean, eclectic sounds and uh, new flows. And they've been innovating and innovating and pioneering. And within this past decade, we've seen a lot of growth that can, can be attributed to the South. And Big Crit, King Remembered in Time, 
he has been able to consistently drop good projects. I don't think Big Crit has ever dropped an album that I thought was a stinker. He's always dropped really good work, and it's it's undebatable that you know Big Crit has been able to evolve throughout these times because he isn't sticking to the same formula as every artist. I think he got out early from the label, and it's weird because in the case of Big Crit. With him being signed to a major label, he's an independent artist who got to take a, a peek behind the curtain. I was uh, just listening to Catalactica earlier today, and that album does hold up too. Catalactica, I like that project a lot because that was Big Crit, furthermore expanding and working with people like Raphael Sadiq. And I think that really did help because he, I mean, he wasn't against working with live uh, musicians before, but you just saw that. He had a, he could do it at a bigger scale now, and I like that his production skills. By the way, Big Crit produces most of his music. Not only is he rapping, but he's also producing most of his music. He's writing it too. So okay, when you have someone who is doing all of this, making some of the dopest music, by the way, and there are people in the mainstream who have who have writers, producers, whatever. Big Crit is producing most of his shit, mixing it, similar to Russ, but maybe not as like, uh, up and up and forward like how Russ is about it, but Big Crit is a real well is a real well-rounded pioneer of hip hop. He knows how to produce, he knows how to engineer, he can write, he can rap. He's from the south and he has been very happy to claim that and he's owned it since day 1. He has never been afraid to back down and say that he is a southern artist and he is very proud even at the time, even at a time when they weren't exactly as respected as much. And I think that's the crazy thing. Now you you, you realize what it is to be on the wrong side of history for a moment. And I I don't I don't think I ever was. I always loved music. So Big Crit doing what he did, introducing his sounds and mixing in the chopped and screwed style with the soul shit and the trap shit taking all those elements from his roots and putting it together the blues i thought i thought it was genius i really thought it was genius so big crit i think you should if you haven't heard that project when it comes out on all the streaming platforms go stream it boost its numbers up or uh, go check it out right now i genuinely don't care it's just good music I recommend it and Big Crit is just one of those guys you just have to pay attention to because he releases nothing but consistent quality music and you can't sleep on that. So a very interesting thing happened yesterday. So I, I missed, by the way, I missed this news. This is big news. Someone broke into Eminem's house and the guy was arrested for the same crime last year. Now, this is a weird thing, but I'm going to read this read this article and then we can talk about it a little bit. A man who was arrested last month for breaking into the home of Eminem had committed the same crime only last year, according to reports. 26-year-old Matthew David Hughes broke into Marshall Mathers' Detroit home last month only to be confronted by the rapper himself and is now being held on a $50,000 bond at Macomb County Jail in Michigan. 
Now it is being reported that Hughes was arrested less than a year ago, uh, less than a year ago, for committing the same crime at one of Eminem's older properties. He was taken into custody in June 2019 for trespassing on two different properties, one of which one of which was previously owned by the rapper. According to TMZ, Hughes broke into one home by throwing rocks through a window at 2 a.m., but fled when the owner called the police. He reportedly then later returned, saying he was looking for his brother Marshall. Later that night at 4 a.m., he headed to home to a home in Oakland that Eminem had, that Eminem had previously owned and was caught on the property looking for the rapper. When he broke into Eminem's current home last month, Hughes reportedly used a paving stone to smash the kitchen window and climb inside the house while security guards were protecting the front of the property. His entrance set off an alarm that woke up the star, who then found Hughes in his living room. His security team then detained the man and the police charged Hughes with first-degree home invasion and malicious destruction of a building. Hughes reportedly didn't try to steal anything from Eminem's property, but broke in just to see the rapper in the flesh. So, okay, so Eminem, you know, he's been busy. He's been donating his uh, mom's spaghetti and stuff uh, to people struggling in Detroit. Very commendable of him. And the, th the thing is, too, with all of this happening, um, it, it's really crazy. I want to break down a few things. This is a, a real stalker right here. This guy's a stalker. Um, Eminem, this is probably common for Eminem. Eminem, I wouldn't be surprised if Eminem had the most stalkers out of any other rapper because there are a lot of weird people out there. And he's made some music where he's kind of addressed those characters in a sense. Um, Eminem, I, I just think that's crazy. I, I, that's, that's insane. Like, I, apparently his security was sleeping from what I've read and that's how the guy was able to, to break in. But I, I, just imagine being in Eminem's shoes. You're one of the biggest rap stars ever, right? One of the biggest celebrities in the world. And you have this dude who has been following you, following you, constantly getting arrested. And this person most likely has a lot of mental health issues. And he, he won't back down. And you know what? There is a weird spin to all of this. And let me break this down. Okay, I want you to listen very carefully to what I have to say. Because the person who broke in to Eminem's house. His name was Matthew. Now, if you go listen to Stan, and if you go listen to Bad Guy off of, uh, what is it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Bad Guy off of uh, the Marshall Mathers LP2. Stan's little brother's name is Matthew. Do you remember that? Very weird twist. And to, to think that this is the guy stalking Eminem. And Eminem is the guy who has made songs like 3 a.m., and he had that song Framed, where he's talking about putting Ivanka uh, Trump in a trunk. And he has that 3 a.m. song where he's talking about, you know, being a psycho stalker, you know, murderer, whatever. And, and the thing is, it, it's kind of weird where you see, like, th these people who are willing to do whatever, whatever possible to meet Eminem. Even just to look at him once and then get tased or whatever. That's... and. I know, probably kicked, get the shit beaten out of him. I, I don't think you should break into anyone's home, and that's very scary. I can imagine that. That's terrible. You know, UFC fighter Anthony Smith recently had someone on drugs break into him, his home, but he doesn't have a group of security guards, you know. I mean, he's a UFC fighter, though, so he was able to handle it, thank goodness. And going forward from here, though, um, that, that must be crazy. You know, that must be really crazy. So this guy is just, this stalker has just been, being put through the system in and out so they, it's like it's catch and release so you have to think how many of these people are out there 
And who are they following? Are they following, you know, are they going to follow Taylor Swift? Are they going to break into her place? You know, security must be working overtime, you know, for these, these celebrities sometimes because... I think now they, some of these artists might be vulnerable where these stalkers could, you know, meander into their neighborhood. You never know. You know, if that was able to happen to Eminem, it could happen to anyone. So I don't put it past it happening to anyone else. I think it could. I just think people need to stay safe. I remember this one story about LL Cool J beating the shit out of a robber who broke into his house. Now, that's pretty interesting. Because uh, apparently LL Cool J had some intro- had some good MMA training, so that that shit does come in handy. But um, yeah, well, I'm just happy Eminem's safe. He's alive. No one got hurt. And uh, that guy Matthew, I hope he he sees the doctor. I hope he gets better. But I don't think he will. I think that there are a lot of people out there. And you have to think if you really did the numbers, how many hardcore stalkers are there for artists? Like for every individual artist, how many stalkers are out there? I genuinely don't know, but I don't, I don't think it's small. I think there, there are probably, man, like another, I would, I would say at least a thousand other guys like, like him at least. All right. And that's me being pretty fucking gen, gen, generous on that scale. But I do see, um, an interesting story coming out of this. I hope Eminem does open up about this in a song. I don't know, but yeah, that's what's weird is that his name was Matthew. I found that really unsettling because that that's some weird man. That is some weird manifestation happening, you know. It's very weird that how all of this could manifest and happen. But anyway, guys, um, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And what do you think about someone breaking into Eminem's house? Uh, are you, are you happy he's okay? You should be happy he's okay. he's okay. What do you think about the the guy being named Matthew? And uh, in the song, Stan, that is the, the younger brother of Stan. Well, isn't that wild? That is pretty wild. The younger brother of Stan is named Matthew in the song. So this guy's name was, name was Matthew. And I found that really interesting. So what do you think about that? And on top of that, what do you think of Crit was here? What do you think of that project? Do you think it holds any significance to you? And this is just me rambling, some small thoughts. There's another podcast out today you can listen to. It's a little bit longer. Not a little bit. It's around an hour long. So uh, take a listen and, yeah, just knock this shit out the park. Relax. Have a good quarantine. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.